Hey, this is Self Life Love with Dr. K. Hello, world. How's everybody doing? I hope you're doing okay. There is just so much going on in the world, isn't it? It is just ridiculously like lit. There's so many things going on. I just, I know for me, it's it's just hard for me to even focus on one thing. That's why it's so important that we just maintain that balance in our lives and, you know, just try and do the best that we can every day because it is just rough out there. There's just some things going on and, you know, we really have to make sure that we keep our mindset intact, that we keep our balance in our lives because our lives keep going. I mean, regardless of what's happening in our country, what's happening in society, what's happening globally, you know, we still have a household that we have to maintain. And sometimes that's not always easy because things come, changes come and go, situations come, presenting issues come, and trials and tribulations will always evolve and arrive and depart. And we have to be prepared every step of the way. So it's June, the month of June, and it is National Cancer Survivor Month. Um, And I really, you know, this hits home. Cancer has always been such a big part of my life, but it hit increasingly close um, just over the past few years. And the past year has really been a little rough. I wanted to give you some cancer statistics, though. Um, We know cancer. I mean, the word scares the living daylights out of some of us because we always think death. Because realistically, so many people die every year from cancer. And there's so many different cases of cancer. Like in 2022, there was an estimated 1,806,590 new cases of cancer that will be diagnosed in the United States. And 606,520 people will die from the disease. The most common cancers are breast cancer, lung and, and bronchus cancer, prostate cancer, colon and rectum cancer, melanoma of the skin, bladder cancer, non-Hodgkin lymphoma, kidney and renal pelvis cancer, endometrial cancer, leukemia, pancreatic cancer, thyroid cancer, and liver cancer. That is a lot of different types of cancer. Prostate, lung, and colorectal cancers account for an estimated 43% of all cancers diagnosed in men in 2020. And for women, the three most common cancers are breast, lung, and colorectal. And they will account for an estimated 50% of all new cancer diagnoses in women. I've had experiences with you know, um, a few of those cancers, breast cancer. My mom is a breast cancer survivor. My sister is a breast cancer survivor. And so I've been getting a mammogram for like the past 10 to 15 years. It seems about that long. I may be off, but 
it has been over at least 10 years. And that's because my doctor has always told me that I have a, a double risk of getting it. My mom did test for the BRCA gene, which is a gene that can help you detect future cancers. So she tested negative for that gene, which allowed me to feel a lot safer about me and my daughter. I think for me, I wanted to know more so if it was a gene so I could be on the lookout for my daughter because I have a a nine-year-old girl. And I'm glad that my mom went and got that gene so that you know, we could know for a fact whether or not it existed within our gene pool. And the past year was an eye opener because my husband was diagnosed with colon cancer. And I haven't shared this really at all. You can find him on social media. He has been a warrior when it comes to fighting cancer. And I'm very proud of him because it's hard and it's unpredictable. And you do end up fighting every single day because you don't know if you're going to wake up the next morning. You don't know what that next test result is going to say. You don't know what the doctors are going to recommend. You don't know how your body will react or respond to treatments. And you don't know how your mindset is going to be. And so you have to constantly fight, fight, fight. And he's been a warrior. He's been a fighter. And he is a cancer survivor. It's been tough on our family with this diagnosis. And I wanted to kind of talk a little bit about that because when he comes on in our next session, when I open up season five of my podcast, I'm going to have him guest host and he's going to talk about his book and just the journey that he's been on. And we're going to talk about the journey that we've both been on together. And at times it was a separate journey. And that's what I want to kind of introduce today is the separate journey that as a cancer co-survivor, I had to endure because we know about cancer. We know that it is here there's not a cure. All we can do is be preventive as much as we can and get early intervention, get mammograms, get your colonoscopies, get your test. I think recommended for colon cancer now is age 35. It used to be 45. Then it went down to 40. I believe I recently saw 35, but kind of for me, I would, the earlier, the better. I would really ask your doctor's what they feel um you should you know when would be the the best time to get tested even for a mammogram they say age 40 but if you have history of breast cancer in your family even your mom your grandmother um even an aunt a distant aunt i would still get a mammogram earlier than recommended i mean you can't go wrong i don't think it can hurt at all if you're you know earlier than what it's recommended i thought for me the earlier the better And it gives you a greater chance of surviving with the earlier that you catch it, the earlier you can get treatment and the earlier that you'll know and be prepared. It can save your life. So definitely be up to date and be current on cancer awareness and your testing and and your health. Um, But I wanted to kind of share the struggles of being a co-survivor because it is a struggle and 
a lot of times we do focus on the one going through cancer, which we should. I mean, it is their fight. But what the co-survivor does is they're in the fight too. And sometimes our fight looks a little different from other people's fights. And I needed to speak on this because my husband is, you know, on social media. He's an influencer. He's a motivational speaker. And he also has a book that, again, talks about his journey and his journey with me. And I think it's only fair for me to talk about my side and my response to that part. I'm glad that I can finally talk about this without crying because it's been really hard for me. It's been really hard for my family. Um, My husband was diagnosed last year, July of 2021. So it's a little recent. It hasn't been too far off, you know, and since I'm a year in, I thought I should be able to talk about this without crying. And I think I can because I've shed way too many tears with this thing. I've had to get in, get up off my feet, pick myself up and restart again. I've had to lean on the hearts and the hands of my friends and my mother and my aunt and my uncles. I've had to reconnect with God. I've had to praise him even through tears and despair and uncertainty. I've had to reconnect with my faith and move mountains that I couldn't see because I believed in God. I believed in his word and I believed in the strength and the resilience that he's given me over the years. And he's a constant reminder of how good he's been in my life. And so I had to lean in on him when the winds were as thick as they could be and I thought that I would fall over and not be able to get up. I had to lean into the wind, lean into the storm. I had just had a baby in August, a newborn baby. About a month prior, you know, my husband was diagnosed with cancer and I'm eight months pregnant about to have a newborn. So even in that early stage of his fight, I had a fight of my own. I had to make sure I didn't miscarry or put my child in danger because I knew the pregnancy before him, I almost died. I lost 3,000 milliliters of blood and my body went in and out of shock and I almost died. So I knew that this pregnancy I had to take care of myself and I didn't need to be stressed. I wanted to really do more, but I couldn't. I did all that I could. I was fighting too. But I believe, you know, women are one of the toughest creatures on this planet. And we not only take care of ourselves, but we take care of our kids. We take care of our husbands. We take care of our households. We take care of our families. And that's what I was doing. I was taking care of everyone, including myself. And when things got too bad or I got too weary, I knew where to go. And I looked up and I asked God for help, for comfort, 
and for his strength to pick me up in case I fainted or grew weary. Seeing my husband go through cancer was very hard. From chemo to alternative therapy, through his ups and downs, it was hard for my children questioning whether or not daddy would make it or mommy would become a widow with four kids. Even my son, my seven-year-old son, had to understand that he may have to be the man of the house and we had to prepare him slowly about what being a man of the house looks like just in case he had to become one. I had to look at my life and make sure that I felt secure about being a woman who could raise four kids on her own. Thankfully, I love my career. I love my profession. I can bring home the bacon and cook it. I have many skills. I have a light for life. I have a great support. You know, and I have a strong faith. So I'm not scared of the future. Or if I had to be alone. I just had to get through it in the moment. And that was what I had to do. So that's what I decided to do. I decided to be a fighter in the moment. And sometimes that meant not being for my husband 100%. I leaned on my mom. I leaned on his father. I leaned on, you know, my aunts. Oh, my aunt, (laughs) singular. All of my other aunts have passed away, but my favorite aunt, well, I can't say that either because I I love them all, but I I truly love my auntie Al. She gives me so much strength and, and she's been such a warrior in this fight with me, prayed with me, cried with me and kept telling me, Kendra, you can do this, but you can't do it all. Give some of it away. You do good, but you can't do it all. My friends would say, Kendra, you have a lot going on slow down. You can't do it all. And I'd say, yes, I can do it all. Yes, son, superwoman. Yes, I can do it all. Yes, yes, yes. But the reality of it is you can't do it all, even when your husband is fighting through cancer. But I tried. And I think as women, we try. And that's all we can do. But I'm here to say that we got through it. You know, things are still in getting together. You know, after something like that, you just have to heal. You have to regroup, reset, and get back on track. And that's what we're doing. Even through the pitfalls and the valleys, you get up because you never know what life is going to bring you. And I knew when I took that, that vow, for better or for worse, through sickness and in health, for richer or for poor, till death do us part, I meant it. And I know the fighter in me. I know my outlets. 
I know what I can tap into to restore and reset who I am as a woman. So I encourage all of you to do that. I just talked to one of my friends who got married last month and we talked about the importance of vows and what that meant. And a vow is sacred. It is a covenant of God. And when you take that vow, you never know what it's going to look like. And it can get pretty rough. But I'll stay and I'll stand on this. The secret to marriage and a healthy marriage, well, I'll say an everlasting marriage, is to stay in it. Because sometimes a marriage can get unhealthy. (laughs) Like our health, it can get unhealthy. And you find ways to get back up. And you exhaust yourself doing it until you can't. And I think in life, that's all you can do. You keep pushing and persevering and being resilient until you can persevere and push and be resilient no more. Because when your tank is out, it's out. And we all know that. When your tank is gone, when you have no more energy, When you've exhausted everything and all that you've had, you've given all that you had, then you've done all that you could. And there's nothing else you can do but do what's best for you. And in the end, that's what it's about is doing what's best for you. But you never know what life will bring you. And so as a co-survivor of cancer, and thankfully my husband went from stage four to stage zero, I'm forever grateful for that. But I know that things happen and life just takes unexpected turns. So we be prepared for the unexpected. Communicate, stand strong in your faith, utilize your supportive outlets, have good people around you that can elevate you and lift you up. Don't be around people that won't or that build walls and build blocks that don't accept you for the stage that you're in in your life. Don't be around good people or good friends or good family members. I'm a therapist and I used to tell my clients, you set boundaries. If you have to cut people off after you've exhausted yourself, you cut them off and you keep going and you replace your life with good people because you need that. And I needed my good people more than ever. I needed my sisters. I needed my my mom, my aunt, my husband, my children saying, Mommy, it's going to be okay. The Nelsons, we're fighters. I'm like, yes, babies, we're fighters. We will get through this. And we did. So to all that has, have helped me, thank you so much for keeping me up and alive to my husband I'm so proud of you you were such a warrior in this thing and I've never walked this path before but I've been right beside you the whole entire way and I'll always be beside you no matter what that is my vow that is our vow And to my beautiful children. Mommy loves you so much. 
And you all have been fighters too. And you've picked me up. You've been patient with me. You've held my hand when I needed, when I needed you. And I thank you for that. Because it's been rough for me. But again, Cancer Survivor Month. And we're celebrating being survivors. Cancer Survivor, co-survivor. We're celebrating being survivors. And that's exactly what we are. So, don't lose yourself when life comes at you. You grab life by the horns. Put it in a headlock. (laughs) Grab it by the horns and you do whatever you need to do with it. But don't give up. Don't give in. And you keep fighting. Because we're warriors. We're survivors. We're fighters. And, you know, it's not like this always. There's a time to rest. And there's a time to fight. And when your time comes to to fight, it's either you or them. It's either you or that. And we're in it to win. We're winners. We win. We win no matter what. So focus on your health. Um, Focus on a loved one. And focus on yourself. Make sure that you you know what's going on with you. And whenever you need to reset, do just that. Because you're no good if you're not good. And you can't do anything else with anybody else if you're not good with yourself first. So be good to you. And when it's time to fight, you fight. Take your rest and fight again until you win. And if you get knocked down, you get back up. There is no fail in trying. You always win. And that's what I've learned. Even through the pitfalls and the valleys, I still moved my mountain in my own way and in my own time. This is Self Life Love with Dr. K. Ta-da!